So it's uh, wonderful to be here at this time and on this uh, date in this place. So um, we have a lot of modern stuff and high-tech stuff, (laughs) so I brought something very archaic, something 50 years old from ISKCON. 50 years old. Yeah. This book. This is the what Prabhupada brought with him, uh, and this is especially this is the Srimad Bhagavatam, first canto, first volume, printed by the. Uh, it says here the. Uh, oh, look at this advertisement in here for a Sunday feast from <laughs> way back when. This is printed in 1962 from the League of Devotees. So this is Prabhupada. When he came, he had these three volumes with him. Uh, and this, these are particularly... Uh, uh, I have great affection for these, even though they've been edited and fixed up and improved. Because uh, when I joined the temple, you couldn't read uh, Bhagavatam unless it was there. And, so this is how I read the first canto, was in these volumes. And uh, I had a paper due. I was uh, still doing graduate work in religious studies. And I had a course on uh, language and religion. And so I, I used this book to talk about religious language mm. and Prabhupada's use of it. And especially, I just want to read... Uh, uh, a purport which uh, this is from the chapter 3 text uh, 44 now we say about the spiritual master that Chakudan he gives me eyes literally he gives me vision he opens my darkened eyes and then uh, Divya Gyan comes into my heart transcendental knowledge Divya Gyan uh, and that uh, gives prema bhakti and avijja vinasha destroys ignorance this is what happens when you hear the words coming from his lotus mouth Sri Guru Charana Padma uh, Guru Mukha Padma Vakya this Vakya this Vakya from the mouth of the Guru it does it has this potency so here in the, this text I want to read in Prabhupada's original language. Uh, it's funny though, the, the unedited version, his voice comes through more powerfully, I think, even though it's not as correct. But here, <coughs> here, the um, short purport, the, the text is 140, uh, chapter 3, Canto 1, chapter 3, 44. Uh, and it's describing uh, what well, you can see. 
the previous verse, the Bhagavat Purana, is just as brilliant as the sun, and it has arisen just after the departure of Lord Krishna in his own abode, accompanied with religion, knowledge, etc. Persons who have lost sight on account of the dense darkness of ignorance due to the age of Kali shall get light of it. And then it says, O learned Brahmanas, this is Sutta Goswami speaking, by the way, this is the second public recital of Bhagavatam. Uh, so Sutta Goswami, you may remember it was spoken uh, 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 first before Emperor Parikshit from Shukadeva Goswami, and then Sutta was in the audience, and then the sages at Naimisharanya Forest were doing a big chain of sacrifices, and there uh, uh, Sukha, who was in the audience, was asked to sp- say, sp- repeat what we had heard. So there's a transmission. This is the first transmission of Bhagavatam, spoken first to Maharaj Prikshit and the assembled sages, and the second time. So here's what uh, here's what uh, Sutta says. O learned Brahmins, while Shukdev Goswami was reciting Bhagavatam there in the presence of Emperor Prikshit, I was also hearing him with rapt attention. And as such, by his mercy, I also learned it from the great, powerful sage. I shall just try to make you hearing the very same thing as I learned it from him and as I have realized it. That's Prabhupada's translation. I'll just read the purport and I want to go back and talk a little bit about it. So here's Prabhupada's purport. One can certainly see directly the presence of Lord Sri Krishna in the pages of Bhagavatam if one has heard it from a self-realized great soul like Shukdev Goswami. One cannot, however, learn Bhagavatam from bogus hired reciters whose aim of life is to earn some money out of such recitation and employ the earnings in the matter of sex indulgence. Nobody can learn Srimad Bhagavatam who is associated with persons engaged in the business of sex life. That is the secret of learning Bhagavat. Neither one can learn Bhagavatam from one who interprets the text by his mundane scholarship. One has to learn Bhagavatam from the representative of Shukdev Goswami and nobody else. If at all one has to see Lord Sri Krishna in the pages of the Bhagavat reading. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That is the process, and there is no alternative. Sutta Goswami is a bona fide representat- representative of Shukdev Goswami because he wants to present the very thing which he had received from the great learned Brahmana. Shukdev Goswami also presented Bhagavatam as he had heard it from his great father, that's Vyasadeva. And so also Sutta Goswami is presenting Bhagavatam as he had heard it from Shukdev Goswami. Simple hearing is not all. One must... 
one must realize that, interesting time to rehear that, simple hearing is not all. One must realize the text. Maybe everyone can just time silence the... Yeah, the I should do my own, actually, yeah, just in case any of this time my wife will call, right? Yeah. Please excuse me, Renis. Okay. Shall we silence our phones? <laughs> there we go. Our devices. Okay. Because this is about attention here. <laughs> Simple hearing is not all. One must realize the text with proper attention. The word nevishta, that's the Sanskrit word in the, in the text, uh, meaning that he drank it down, really. The word nevishta means that Sutta Goswami drank the juice of Bhagavatam through his ears. Mm. That is the real process of receiving Bhagavatam. One should hear Bhagavatam with rapt attention from the real person and then only he can at once realize the presence of Lord Krishna in every page of the Bhagavatam. The secret of knowing Bhagavatam is mentioned here. Nobody can give rapt attention who is not pure in mind. Nobody can be pure in mind who is not pure in action. Nobody can be pure in action who is not pure in eating, sleeping, fearing, and mating. But somehow or other, if somebody hears with rapt attention Srimad Bhagavatam from the right person, and at the very beginning of it, one can assuredly see Lord Sri Krishna in person in the pages of Bhagavatam. That's Prabhupada's purport. So here in the text, uh, Shukadeva says, I heard him with rapt attention. Uh, and uh, learned it that way and I'm going to say it to you as I've heard it and I have realized it. So first of all Prabhupada begins with this very far out first sentence one can certainly see directly the presence of Lord Sri Krishna's in the pages of Bhagavatam that's what he what's meant by realize realize is the word for experience you can have direct experience just as we learn that Krishna and Krishna's name are the same, and if we can chant the Hare Krishna mantra purely, we can see Krishna, have full association with Krishna through his name. Bhagavatam is one big name of Krishna. You know, you can take a short name, Krishna, and then you can say Yamuna Tiravanachari, a bigger name. And you can go on and... You know, so this is a name of Krishna. So that that's... Prabhupada is invoking this idea it's explained in these pages that Krishna is absolute and so therefore you can see Krishna directly in the pages of the Bhagavatam if one has heard it from a self-realized great show like Sukadeva Goswami now Prabhupada does something very powerful and very subtle you notice he says see in the pages of Bhagavatam Mm. We've changed from hearing 
at a farce a long time ago in Naimishiranya to the book. The medium of words has changed. And we are reading this book, and Prabhupada is talking about seeing Krishna directly in the pages. That means this is a very self-referential purport. How are we going to hear this purport when we have to hear it with rapt attention to begin with? So this is a very self-referential thing. He's changed it. Now it's the pages. Because Prabhupada did that. He took Bhagavatam and uh, uh, wrote it down and brought it with him. And we pass it out. So that's the the first very interesting thing. And then... Then he means that one has to hear it from a great realized soul like Shukadeva Swami. Here he's invoking the idea of parampara. It has been handed down. We've already heard uh, Sukha and Sutta. So here the parampara is coming. So Prabhupada is suggesting that we're reading the pages of Bhagavatam and we're reading it from written by Prabhupada. So that suggests that also the speaker is bona fide. And what this purport is about for Bhagavatam to actually happen, there has to be two things bona fide speaker and bona fide hearer. Otherwise, it's not there. So he's talking about what it takes to be a bona fide hearer. If you're a bona fide hearer, then you can become a bona fide speaker in turn. So that, that's what's here. Then he mentions you can't learn it from the bogus hired reciters. Prabhupada here is thinking of the Bhagavat Saptaha, people who are very, very good dramatic people, like stage actors who can, you know, move you to tears. I've heard them. They're very, very good and they're very talented. But if they're just professionals, if they're just doing it because they have some material talent, they're not pure in heart, it will not have potency. Uh, and so he says here he mentions about these people are professional they just do it for their profession profession is big in America you know if you're a professional you do it well in Prabhupada's language if you're a professional it means you do it just for the money <laughs> so, so here somebody does it just for the money talented so on like that but actually is not following as the theme will come again the regulative principles of Krishna consciousness. Uh, and he says, nobody can learn Srimad Bhagavatam who's associated with persons engaged in the business of sex life. And then three times he repeats this, the secret of learning Bhagavatam. That is the secret of learning Bhagavatam. So that's one mistake. And the other group that's put in the same uh, things as stage actors you know, lustful, lubricious actors, everybody knows the drama's full of that stuff mundane scholarship (laughs) (laughs) and these people are also very good, they know Sanskrit better than any of us Uh, they really get into the text they uh, they have talented uh, but still again, because they interpret the text by mundane scholarship. Second one. 
And then, who does one has to hear from? The representative of Shukadev Goswami. Again, back to that, that theme. You notice how he repeats these phrases again. If one, and then, wants to see Sri Krishna in the pages of the Bhagavat reading. He says here, this was edited out. It improved the English a little bit, but that's what he said. That is the process, and there is no alternative. And so then he evokes the parampara. He wants to present it, just as I heard it uh, from uh, from Shukdev. And Shukdev, as he heard it, uh, so now he wants to talk about this hearing. He says, simple hearing is not all. Mm. One must realize the text with proper attention. Again, the idea of giving attention uh, to the Bhagavatam. The word Navishta meant that Sutta Goswami drank the juice of Bhagavatam through his ears. He was that eager to hear. That is the real process of receiving Bhagavatam one should hear the Bhagavatam with rapt attention from the real person. So now he sums it up. And that, uh, and then only can it once realize the presence of Lord Krishna in every page of the Bhagavatam. And then Prabhupada ends with discussing how do we give rapt attention? How is it possible? Nobody can give rapt attention who is not pure in mind. The mind has to be pure. We have to come, at first of all, at least to the mode of goodness. The modes of ignorance, the modes of passion, they have to decrease. Nobody can be pure in mind who is not pure in action. Nobody can be pure in action who is not pure in eating, sleeping, fearing, and mating. In other words, you have to you have to perform even the most basic biological activities of life in a pure way. Then we can uh, give rapt attention. So here, Prabhupada is invoking the regulative principles of Krishna consciousness. And, uh, and uh, uh, what, what we're learning here, and what which is maybe hard for us to understand, we tend to think of uh, the regulative principles, the biggest obstacles to Krishna consciousness, you know, no illicit sex, no meat-eating, no gambling, no intoxication. Whoa. And then you find out what low illicit sex means, you know, not very much. Uh, uh, Oh, that's the big obstacle. And, you know, we know many people who are doing a lot of yoga, but they skip yama niyama and go straight to asana. <laughs> they leap right over that part. When the yama niyama, these are also the regular principles of yoga, according to Pantanjali. Uh, you know, so, so, but these regular principles, we tend to think of them as moral principles. And that's probably a tinge of karma in there, you know, of reward and punishment. You, you're good, you go to heaven, you're bad, you go to hell. And that's what you're interested in. That's, that's, they're not just moral principles. 
They are principles of knowledge. They are cognitive principles. He opens my darkened night. He gives me divya gyan. And when that divya gyan is there, that divine knowledge, then I'm capable of seeing Krishna directly. And prema bhakti comes out from my heart. So when Prabhupada came here with these books, he was the bona fide speaker. He had received the knowledge in Parampara from a great sage, his spiritual master, who again, following Bhaktivinoda Thakur, they were all preparing the way to bring Krishna consciousness to the West. Three generations of, uh, of people had that in mind. Bhakti Siddhanta's whole orientation of the Gaudiya Mat was to go to the West, and they sent somebody, some preachers, to London in 1933. Bad, well, anyway, whatever the timing was, 1933 was the year Hitler came to power in Germany, too. So all hell was going to break loose. But he started. And when Prabhupada did ISKCON, he followed very, very carefully. If you've seen the book, Srila uh, Prabhupada's position as founder Charya, a document very much how he so strictly followed Bhakti Siddhanta. It's amazing, actually. Bhakti Siddhanta, when those preachers went to London, they had a book with them, an English language book called Sri Krishna Chaitanya which they used all the, uh, all the resources of the Gaudiya Mat to make. Flawlessly edited, first-class paper, first-class binding, and the copy I had from a library was still in good shape. Prabhupada all by himself, no money. He was buying the paper, <laughs> typing it out himself, proofreading it himself no resources, but he did it. He followed in the footsteps, and when he came, he had these books with him. So, but when he came, so there you had the bona fide speaker. So what what is the Hare Krishna mantra for? It is to now create the other part of the formula, the bona fide hearers. So Bhagavatam can actually happen. And, and so that is what the International Society for Krishna Consciousness is for. He, he managed to create bona fide heroes, at least some of us. <laughs> some of the time. <laughs> we know what to do. And, and, and it is a fact that if we read Srimad Bhagavatam while chanting, the Hare Krishna mantra while trying to give up offenses, then Divya Gyan starts to occur. That, that's, that, that, that is when we begin to get a taste for Krishna consciousness. Not that we have to be perfect from the beginning, but we have to be trying, sincerely trying to become perfect. And in this way, calling out to Krishna, hearing about Krishna, we're telling Krishna we want a relationship. And whatever sincerity is there, Krishna is ready to respond. So this is this is what Prabhupada came here to do, and he did it here from by by the way, a very unlikely audience. 
Here's what the Gaudiya Mutt, they were thinking that Bhagavatam is such a high-level cultural product, Krishna consciousness is so advanced, it will, uh, the most intellectual and cultivated people will accept it. And that's what they were looking for. And it didn't work out so well. When Prabhupada came here, they were you know, hippies. Uh, you can read Prabhupada's description of hippies. Mm-hmm. Dirty, lying in the street, unemployed, drug addicted. <laughs> it wasn't like you. But somehow or other, they could hear it. And they started to follow what uh, what Srila Prabhupada said. And then the Krishna consciousness movement, very, very quickly, uh, spread all over the world by this incredible potency. And these books started to go out, and got printed a little better. <laughs> uh, but I still, I still cherish this one here because uh, I, 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 uh, I read it. I actually wrote an academic paper on it <laughs> uh, at that time. So, 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 uh, as we just heard from Ramapada Swami, we are growing. We are growing. Some places we don't know how or where, but China is growing. Russia is huge. I went. I had been a GBC for Germany for a number of years. And I just took a trip this summer through Germany, went to the Cologne Temple, and it was so full and so packed that they had to get the, 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 the space next door, which was a, a, a fruit market, for the Sunday feast. But most everybody was Russian. <laughs> really? Mostly everybody was Russian. If you present Krishna consciousness, whoever... Somehow somebody will show up. Even if you're in Germany, then the Russians will come. Wherever there's people eager to hear, they will come. <laughs> Prabhupada came and presented it, and they came from people you wouldn't expect. And this is happening all over. I, I, I really uh, view the Krishna consciousness movement in a, in a somewhat larger historical context as uh, embedded within a larger process of globalization. Which really, you know, got off big in the yeah, the 15th century, actually. And Bhaktivinoda Thakur could sit in Bengal and think of himself as a as an English-speaking intellectual. He had read uh, Emerson, and he had read uh, Newman and Parker. And, you know, he Chaucer, huh? Others. Uh, well, and, and, and Srila Prabhupada, of course, you know, plain living and high thinking, that phrase comes from a Wordsworth poem. <laughs> so the, the, this is, the process is going on and is continuing. And, and my resolution always on Vyasa Puja, Dave, uh, uh, for, for Prabhupada, is to try to hear better, to do all those things that are necessary. Uh, Here's the beginning of Krishna consciousness, and let's say this is the, the goal, the pure devotee. And Prabhupada's been very good at giving this idea of the pure devotee and embedding it in our hearts. But we look at it and we think, whoa, I can't do it. The point, the point is we may be here, 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 here on the line from the beginning to pure devotee. That's not 
really what we should think about. We should think about what's the next step I need to take. Mm-hmm. And, and if we were to say, whatever it is, the next step, whatever I have to give up or whatever I have to add or whatever I have to change, let me do that next step. And you take that next step, then the next step will be revealed. And with every little step, there'll be a little more divyagyan. When you start doing that, then you'll start to get directions from Krishna. You're trying to figure out what you should do next, and you hear somebody in the next room talking to somebody else, and what they're saying is just what you need to hear. Ah, how'd that happen? Krishna's in your heart. He's in all of our hearts, and he wants to help us. As we make ourselves willingness to go forward, he'll make sure we find out and uh, uh, for every, as Prabhupada said, for every step you take toward Krishna, he takes three or more uh, to you. Uh, so we, sh- we, 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 we should uh, uh, receive this gift that Srila Prabhupada has given us and take it so that all over the world Krishna can become uh, manifest to everybody. Once Krishna becomes, starts to become a little manifest, you can no more doubt the existence of Krishna than you can doubt your own. It's just self-evident. It's just by direct... Because he's in our heart, actually. He's closer to us than our own mind, thankfully. <laughs> so let us take advantage of uh, all of Srila Prabhupada's gifts. Thank you very much. Srila Prabhupada. Yeah. Yeah.